Well, can we give one final last big thank you to the Trove for leading us in worship this entire week? Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Jacob, Jeremy, Sarah, Isaac, thank you so much. It's been a sweet week to be led to the throne of God by you guys in worship. Thank you. Um, we've got some secret helpers who've been amazing. Can we give a big thanks to Mr. Josh in the back sound? Playing crowd ball. Wasn't that pretty fun? Remember when we had to cheer and the ball was going back and forth and it was like, ah, ah. One side I don't think got that it was the amount of volume that actually dictated it. It was just either on or off. That was awesome. Um, our staff, do you remember all those people in the spiritual emphasis shirts that have loved on you guys? They danced really silly when they were wearing their re referee jerseys. Do you remember that? Can we give a round of applause thanking them for all that they do? And then really two big people, Mr. Russell and Mr. Witty, for everything that they do. Oh, my goodness. And they shake hands. Oh, that was a photo opportunity. We missed it. It was beautiful. Well, hey, guys, first, when was the first official day of school, Mr. Witty? Has it happened? Is it happening now? Is it tomorrow? Or we'll say you start today, but you're all playing hooky right now. <laughs> so that means I get to give you your first official school assignment of the 2022-2023 academic school year. I need you all to just stand up and give 10 different people a high five and just say, way to go. That's what you need to do. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. High five. It's got to be high. Way to go. 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 Way to go, Nate. Let's go. Way to 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 go. Well caffeinated. Way to go. Oh, way to go. Way to go. Um, again, you've, it's been said to you many times, but this is a pretty neat thing that you guys get to do. Coming up to a mountain, be together before you embark on a school year. And yes, it's time for school. Ecclesiastes says that there's a time for everything. A time for mourning, a time for dancing. I'm not sure if some people are more so dancing or mourning in light of school beginning. But either way, it's a time for school. And just our final charge is going to be nice and short. I'm just going to continue reading, jumping to the next chapter. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, get out of town. We're making progress in God's word, just like you'll make progress in your schoolwork this year. OMG. Here we go. LOL. Love, love of Lord is what LOL stands for. Uh, here at Hume. Um, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I'll get in trouble thinking of new acronyms. Here we go. Second Corinthians chapter 6 says this. This is our charge as we're leaving this place. Working together with him then, 
we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, and this is where I hope you can open your eyes and ears, this is kind of the job description as a servant of God. And a hope would be that even as we, servants of God, face all these things this year, that we would continue to go forward, not in our own strength, but in God's strength as servants. But it's a pretty gnarly job description. So here we go. You ready? Verse 4, but as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness the Holy Spirit, genuine love by truthful speech and the power of God. With the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as imposters, and yet we are true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying, and behold, we live, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing everything. Guys, the Christian life is not a cakewalk. We face the difficulties, the hardships, the brokenness, the pain in this world, as much as the rest of the world, and then I think, then some. Because with the genuine love that we're receiving from our God, and then then, that genuine love that we're supposed to pour out, in a sense, it deepens us in a faith flexibility, in an emotional flexibility, that if we're supposed to be ones who care for and love the people of this world, if we're supposed to be ones who are striving together, caring for and loving one another, that means we're just going to open ourselves not only to the difficulties that we face, but to the difficulties that each other faces. And that's really what a community is. And that's what even your school can be. A place that people don't walk through the difficulties of life alone. A place where you actually link arms and bear up together facing the difficulties, but also experiencing the joys and experiencing the victories together. Just even during this silly time of high-fiving each other and saying, way to go, you guys have reason to celebrate because you just all made it through this week of camp. What would it be like if every Friday at the end of the school week have to high-five 10 people and said, way to go, way to go, made it through another week? Or what if you knew that there was one of your classmates who was going through something difficult and it meant just like spending some time talking to them, whether it's after school, in between class, how you doing? What's going on? What would it be like to be a community that loves each other and reaches out to each other in each other's need, just like we've been loved and reached out to by our God in our greatest need? 
think that's a community that I would want to be a part of. We all still need to learn and grow how to be a part of it in that way. And this is just a couple encouragements that are just coming to mind. It can be really easy to like go into autopilot mode, stay with your familiar crew, but I bet you guys don't know every single person here very well. So what would it be like to have like a secret mission for yourself? Each day you're gonna find out one new fact about one new person. What would it be like if you knew every single person's name, nine through 12? That's a challenge. But then you could actually say hi to each person by name in the hallway. Ooh, here we go. Challenge extended. And maybe there will be a cool prize if you can show your principal that you know everyone's name. I'm not putting that on him, but maybe. Oh, thumbs up. So what would it be like to not only be a community that strives together, leans in, and cares for each other, but a community that doesn't receive the grace of God in vain? We can have this amazing mountaintop experience, but... I guarantee you, immediately, even just looking at your phone when you get service again, we can easily go back into our normal, habitual ways. What would it be like to take something from this time and to say, okay, time to stop living with myself on the throne of my life? And it's not an immediate transformation. God does work miraculously, and he can just totally, radically alter our lives. But a lot of times, it's long-suffering day by day. Some people say the most difficult thing about being a Christian is that it's so daily. Moment by moment, we have to choose to die to self with God's help. So what would it be like if this grace of God that we've received, everything that we've been talking about, wouldn't just be, huh, nice thing to listen to on the mountaintop, set aside, normal life? What if that actually became normal life? Seeking to die to self, set ourself, our preferences, our desires aside to be able to be a member of a community, to be able to one who is looking out more so for the interests of others than our own interests. So, like was said by a lot of these leaders, guys, you're lights in the midst of this world. And we talked about a lot of heavy things this week. We talked about death. We talked about difficulty. But with what we've talked about, it gives us the hope to be able to stand firm and be courageous. So be prepared. You're going to be walking amongst an anxious and frenzied people for the rest of your life. This world. They don't, they don't have a bearing. They don't have any foundation. If we cling to our God, if we cling to his gospel good news, that can give us stability in the midst of all the craziness even the craziness that will be ahead in this school year for you guys. So, that's it. Go stand firm together in the name of Jesus Christ, in the hope and the stability that he alone provides. I'm going to pray, and then you're going to be dismissed from this building, and camp time will be slightly done. One more thing. I'm not going to dismiss you. <laughs> Take it back. Hey, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Beacon Hill. I thank you for this group. Thank you for 
uh, the leadership of the school, the teachers, the staff, and Lord, I thank you for these students, and I thank you for even how school is able to start today for so many, but I also thank you for the, just this time that you've allowed these students to have. Lord, thank you for the, all the silly things from paintball to ropes course to Kajabi Can Can and all the silliness of open mic night and fish water tank dumps on people and all the things. Um, but Lord, we just also thank you for your word and the time that we've been able to spend looking to you. Lord, would you help each one of these students in the midst of a crazy world that's full of all kinds of difficulties to continue to look to you? Would you guide them into how to do that? I pray that not only just at their school, but that they would find and plug into a local church that they would submit themselves to. That not only they could not do this alone at school, but they could not do this alone in that sense of having brothers and sisters in Christ at a church that they could link arms with and be known by, be challenged by, be loved on by. So Lord, we just pray and ask that, Lord, we don't know what the difficulties ahead in this year are. We don't know the unforeseen challenges, whether it's in academics or whether it's just in our families or personal life. And so, Lord, I just pray right now that you would even be growing a resolve to cling to you in the midst of the uncertainties, in the midst of the challenges. And I pray even that you would stir up hearts of love and compassion here, whether it's from a senior class or from anyone else, Lord, to be ones who seek each other out to care and to love, Lord, just like you sought us out to care and to love for us. So, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for this week. Pray that even as they travel back down home, I pray that you would give them safe travels and just even allow their conversations to be sweet. So, Lord, we thank you. We praise you for the good that you've done, uh, the life change that has happened here this week. And I pray that you would allow these students to go forth pursuing excellence, not for themselves, not for their own fame or renown, Lord, but to actually worship you, even in the midst of schoolwork. So, may it be, Lord. Bring it about. And we just pray and ask all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.